Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Five minutes late, but that ain't too bad. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room, signs the super producer, still waiting for the fucking quarantine to be over, but y'all know how that go, you know. Uh, today's episode is entitled, If You Stay Ready. Uh, motherfuckers, you know, a lot of y'all, unless you was under a rock or you ain't got Instagram or something, a lot of us saw the, the Teddy Riley versus Babyface battle. Babyface got my nigga Teddy the fuck up out of here, but nine, 99% of that shit was a technical difficulty. Some niggas should have went at least an hour, hour and some change, but my nigga Teddy couldn't get the fucking sound right. Like, that shit was tragic. A lot of motherfuckers, you know, was, was hyped for that shit. Motherfuckers was getting dressed, women was putting on makeup, niggas was putting on suits and shit, like... This might have been one of the most anticipated battles in Instagram. Like, you know, everybody who's been on IG as of recent has been seeing all the, the music battles. Um, you know, of course, Swiss versus Timbaland, uh, Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch, T-Pain versus Lil John. A lot of motherfuckers, you know, just to keep content going throughout this little time have been doing these music battles. And one of the most anticipated was, of course, Babyface versus Teddy Riley. Like, we was all looking forward to that shit, especially motherfuckers born before, I don't know, 1990. If you remember the, the New Jack Swing era or you listen to Prince, Michael Jackson, Deal, you know, any of the early 90s, late 80s R&B or Bell Biv DeVoe or any of those groups, Rex and Effects and shit, like Guy, Aaron Hall. These are two of the most influential names in black music, if not music in general. So we was all hyped for this battle. Like, this was going to be the one. But, of course, some bullshit. You know, Teddy Riley, he kind of tried to do too much. He he overstepped his, his abilities. And it was more of not knowing how to fuck with IG than anything. Like, it was tragic. A nigga was trying to, you know enjoy this this good musical shit and it didn't go how it was supposed to go and a lot of that shit was preparation and that's what i want to talk about in this episode you know the the episode is entitled if you stay ready you know we all know the the line by the legendary sugar free if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready you know preparation is paramount in anything you do especially anything of importance like you never want to go into no situation unprepared you know it's like going to to take a test and you ain't got your pencil like it's 
it's it's just terrible to go into any situation when you're not ready especially a situation like this where the moment was so big and a motherfucker just dropped the ball due to poor preparation he could have done very well in this battle i had babyface winning any fucking way but ain't no telling because um who got upset i think um dj premier got upset by the rizza a lot of people thought dj premier was gonna wash the rizza but premier came through on some friendly shit rizza came to chop his fucking head off so you know ain't no telling babyface might have came with some weak shit and he could have got nipped by Teddy Riley, but Teddy couldn't get the fucking sound right. That nigga brought a band. He brought his dancing-ass homeboys and some more shit, and he couldn't get the sound right. He was ill-prepared for the moment, which, you know, they had plenty of time. They've been promoting this shit for like a week, so he should have been getting this shit ready. But, you know, stranger things have happened. But, um... You know, just in general, as far as preparation, you know, when you prepare for shit, you be more comfortable. And when you comfortable, you perform very well. Like, you know, it's it's always the motherfucker who looks calm, who performs well in these types of situations. Like, you got all your music together, you got all your shit together, you got your drinks, everything that you, you need to get ready is ready. You know, so all you got to focus on is actually performing, just doing what you came to do. You know, like he couldn't get his shit together for shit. And he's, he he was playing some jams like him and Babyface. They was both bringing it. But if you ain't got your equipment right, you can't perform. It's like a basketball player bringing the wrong fucking shoes. Like Michael Jordan is dope. But Michael Jordan wouldn't be dope if he had to play in some fucking house slippers. You know, if he had to play in some fucking jeans that he brought. Like, you know, preparation for anything is paramount. The right equipment is is paramount being ready for the moment you know um always keep in mind that you know just as hard as you work to get something it's another motherfucker working twice as hard to get it from you you know like this is something that a lot of motherfuckers is learning in a lot of situations like you might be feeling like you working hard enough like i'm sure teddy was like yeah i got my band i got my homeboys and babyface like nigga i got all these hits nigga like, you know, you you always got to be working twice as hard as a motherfucker who you working against. Because if you getting outworked, you going to get outperformed. Um, what else? Uh, you know, always prepare for the worst. You know, like, when you going into battle, when you going into any type of situation in life, period. You know, you should always try to have your tools sharp for anything that comes your way. You know, because just... With me thinking about this whole battle, like me and my homeboy was talking about it, my nigga Lieutenant. Like, you don't know what the fuck Babyface has done in his career. A lot of these motherfuckers that's going into these battles, you know, the, the battle is including more than just music that your voice was on. You know, some of these motherfuckers doing songs they wrote on, songs they produce, songs they executive produce, songs they arrange. You know, so when, when you going into any situation, you know, the parallel, you should always have as many tools as you can. It's just like when you call AAA. A lot of times you call AAA, you don't know what's wrong with your car. So you they got to have all types of tools. It could be your radiator. They need the tools for that. You might just be out of gas. They need a gas can. 
you might have a flat. Like, it's all types of shit that can happen in any situation that you always got to be prepared for. You know, so just in general with the whole theme of preparation, you should always be preparing for all possible variables in any situation. You know, and like never underestimate the moment that you're going into. You know, and this is just for the rematch because, you know, if y'all been watching, they're going to do a rematch on Monday. And this should be time for Teddy Riley to better prepare, to be more ready. Because the memes is flying. They tearing his ass up. Like, everybody getting on motherfucking Teddy Riley about being ill-prepared. Like, it's, it, it always makes you look stupid when your performance was poor due to some bullshit. Like, if you just got outperformed, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. But it's like fucking Floyd Mayweather showing up without his gloves or some shit or without his, his shorts. Uh, just any dumb shit. Like, it, it makes you look stupid when you come to a situation where you ain't got everything prepared. Like, you ain't got your your pencil or your, your pen. Like, you going into a job interview and you ain't got the right shirt on or you didn't take a shower that morning. Like, you always got to be ready for any moment. You know, you can't never underestimate what you're going into. Like, you got to prepare for every fight like you fighting Tyson. You know, and like, the your respect for the moment that you're going into shows in your preparation like you should never go into any situation too cocky or go into any situation feeling like you can't lose you know it's cool to be confident in knowing that you can win but you also gotta have the humility of knowing that you also can lose you know and that always shows in your preparation like you know you gotta have your army before the war start you know like um when it comes to this situation, I see he had a lot of shit. Like, everything he had prepared was more fluff. And that's cool. Like, you know, you, you you trying to put on a show and all of that good shit. But, you know, nigga, you, you can't show up to a car race and you got your paint, your rims, uh, you know, a, a fancy car and no gasoline. Like, you know, you got to be prepared in all ways. You got to start from the bottom and prepare all the way to the motherfucking top. It's like a basketball player not working on layups. You can make three-pointers all day, but if you missing layups, you fucking trash. You know, like, this, this shit is all preparation. You know, like, I, I feel like everything you do, you got to have some type of preparation for that shit. Like, um, always keep your plans flexible when you preparing for shit because like in situations like this when you dealing with an opponent that is well-rounded you always got to be well-rounded in your preparation for anything like say you you an athlete and you practicing you got to be able to practice for all the teams that you might play you have to be able to practice for any game plan that your opponent has for you because a lot of times you might have a plan on what you finna do and just like you planning for what you finna do there's somebody planning to stop you from doing what you want to do so you always got to be planning to basically change your plan you always got to be able to be flexible with any fucking strategy that you have in any situation that you go to you know sometimes you might be like yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna hit him with a left i'm gonna hit him with a right and he's sitting there thinking that same exact shit. He gonna try to hit me with a left. 
then he gonna try to hit me with a right. So, you know, you always gotta be planning to be flexible with, with whatever your strategy is. You gotta have a plan A, B, C, and all that shit. And you should always be researching your opponent. Because just like he do, just like how you game planning, he game planning for you. So you should be game planning for him, you know. And this is situational. It ain't got to be always a competitive situation. This is just life in general. Like if you was to be going for a job interview, you trying to get a good job or a new job or whatever. When you going into an interview, you should be trying to know as much about the company as possible. Like when you go into a job interview, you should know how much entry level employees make. You should know what the um, the company mission is. You should know what the company does. So when they ask you, you know, well, what type of salary are you looking for? If you know they starting at $10 an hour, you can start at 10 and work your way up. As opposed to you, all them niggas starting at 10, you like, uh, yeah, $25 an hour. They going to look at you like you motherfucking stupid. You know, like you always got to know what's going on in any situation that you're going into. You know, or you gonna get fucking embarrassed. Ill preparation always is. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. It's embarrassing. It's always a bad situation when you're not ready for the moment that you're going into. You know, and the more that you practice, the more that you can combat um, adverse circumstances. You know, and anything that you go into, it don't always go exactly how you plan for it to go. Like, you might go into a fight thinking, okay, he going to throw a left and he going to throw a right. And then you find out this nigga a whole kickboxer. Now he kicking you on your legs and you wasn't expecting that. Are you going into a job interview? Are you going to talk to a woman? Are you going to do anything? Just the way that shit plays in your head ain't always the way shit plays out in person. We've all gone into an argument that we practiced. And we didn't say none of the shit we planned on saying because they didn't say none of the shit that we planned on them saying in order for us to reply the way that we wanted to reply. You know, so you always got to think about adverse circumstances while you're planning, while you're preparing, while you're practicing, while you're getting ready for something, you know, while you getting dressed for some shit. Like, you know, it's always good to have plan A through fucking Z because adverse circumstances are a lot more common than shit going as planned. You know, like I would always say on the fucking show, like perfection don't exist, you know, in a perfect world. You prepare for something and everything happens exactly how you plan for it to happen. But that's so fucking rare. You should never plan like that. You should always plan for shit to go 
funky, fucked up. You know, Murphy's Law. You should always plan for Murphy's Law. Okay, I'm going to go in here. It's going to be like this. But if it go like this, this going to happen. If I trip over my foot, this is what I'm going to do. If somebody throw a fucking chair into the ring, this is what I'm going to do. Like, you always got to be prepared for bullshit because bullshit happens all the time. Like, you always got to take into account every possible variable in any given situation that you be that you are planning for, that you are preparing for. Repetition helps you catch details. You know, like this goes with practicing, training, um, you know, doing research for shit. You know, like the devil is always in the details in anything that you do. Anything that you plan on being good or great at, you know, the greatest of anything have always mastered the details of anything. Like what separate Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan from all the other basketball players is the details. Like the thing that most motherfuckers who are big fans of Michael Jordan know about Michael Jordan was separated him from everybody else in the NBA. He was the most fundamentally sound motherfucker in the league. Like, you know, outside of dunking on niggas, jumping high and being a fierce competitor, his fundamentals were fucking amazing. Like there was no stone unturned. Like his game was literally fucking flawless. Just like Tim Duncan, like they they had the fundamentals down pat. And the only way that that happens is through repetition, through shooting a thousand jumpers and doing shit multiple times. So you can say, okay, uh, my, my foot was in the wrong place or my elbow was in the wrong place when I shot that jump shot or my eyes. Were, I wasn't looking the right way. Like the, 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 the most minute of details are the difference between making a shot and missing a shot. You know, knowing everything about a situation is the difference between success and failure. It's one little fucking thing. Like the difference between 99 and 100. The difference between an A and a B is the difference between fucking 90% and 89%. 1% could change your whole grade. So you got to do everything in repetition. A lot of the times the reason I repeat myself on this show is for motherfuckers to get it. You know, like, I, I want motherfuckers to understand what the fuck I'm saying. So sometimes I'll say some shit three or four times, you know, in order for you to drill that shit in your head. Like, I tell certain people, you know, who are fans of the show, who like the information that I that I put forth, listen to the motherfucker two or three times. You know, yes, that's helping my numbers, but it's also helping you to understand what I'm saying. You know, like, I don't like to repeat myself. I tell people that shit a lot, like. When people ask me for advice on some shit that I did a show about, I just tell them, listen to the show. So you can listen to the show two or three motherfucking times and you can really get what I said. As opposed to you calling me, wasting my time on me trying to write another show or do something important like kicking it with my family. You know, like I believe in repetition in a lot of shit. It's just like if you listen to a song 20 times, you know the words. But you listen to that motherfucker a hundred times and you realize where all the cues is, where the, where the instruments come in at, where the ad libs are. Like anything that you do repetitiously, you'll get good at. Anything, that you, any information that you take in repetitiously, you'll see something that you didn't see the last time. Just like if you read a book three or four times, like it might be a piece of information that you might have missed. Like how I said about listening to this show, like, you know, the reason it's called too much game. 
is because I give a lot of fucking information in this show. Like it's it's a lot of fucking meat and potatoes. I don't like fluff. I don't like to be just saying shit just to be saying shit. Like I be wanting, you know, like my nigga Geechee Gotti say every fucking bar. Like everything I say in this show, I feel like should be some shit that you could cut and use. Like if you listen to five minutes of this shit at any point of this shit, I want you to get a motherfucking jewel that you could apply to your life. So you listen to this motherfucker five or ten times, and every time you listen to the show, you're going to hear something that's going to hit different. You know, because a lot of us, you know, our attention span ain't what it used to be back in the day. Like, you know, sometimes you can only get five or ten minutes at a time of information. Some motherfuckers, 30 seconds to a minute. You know, so sometimes you might have to pause and go back. Like, when I read books... A lot of times I read one page three or four times before I go to the next page. Like me, I'm I'm a slow processor. Like I tell people a lot. Like I, I like to read over shit three or four times. I like to hear a song three or four times. Sometimes when I'm in conversation, I'll be like, huh? I heard what you said, but I gotta process it. So I'll let you repeat it just so I can process it before I reply. You know, because I believe in repetition helps you learn. Like you know, they say it take 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. And in that 10,000 hours of doing anything, it's all repetition. You repeatedly doing something. You repeatedly gaining muscle memory. Like, you repeatedly gaining information and picking up the small details, the nuances and context of a lot of shit. Like, you know, the more that you receive some information the more you understand it the better you understand it, and the better you can apply it when you understand it better you know i tell motherfuckers a lot when it comes to doing anything like i always like to get the idea of how something works you know like once i figure out what i'm supposed to be doing i can figure out how i could do it better you know like when it comes to basketball like, I'm like, okay, what's the gist of this game that I'm playing? You know, who am I playing against and what is my job? What do I have to do? You know, once I get the understanding of what the fuck I got to do, then I could do it better because I actually understand it. But if you listen to a song one time, you're not going to memorize every word. You're not going to know every motherfucking instrumental cue or, you know, where the beat drops in or where the bass drops out or where the hook comes in or where the bridge comes in. Like, you got to hear shit multiple times in order for you to get it, for your mind to process it. You know, so I believe in repetition when it comes to preparing for anything. Like, you know, if you're preparing for a battle, you should be listening to your your opponent's music way more than your own. Because you know your shit. You done performed your shit a thousand times. You need to be studying your motherfucking opponent. You need to know your opponent better than you know yourself. Just like any situation that you go in, you need to know the ins and outs of any situation that you're going into just as well as you know what your strategy is for overcoming what the fuck the situation is. You know, and um, preparation is way bigger than actual performance. You know, like just as important as it is to perform in the moment, if you're not prepared, your performance don't mean shit. If you're not prepared, your performance is going to be shit. You know, like they say, piss poor performance uh, or piss poor preparation is like preparation from some shit. Piss poor performance is something. But anyway, basically, if you don't practice, you ain't going to be shit. 
I forgot how the whole little thing go. I didn't write that motherfucker down. Like piss poor practice, practice for piss poor performance or some bullshit. But anyway, you know, if you don't practice, you're not going to perform well. If you're not going to prepare, you're not going to perform well. If you don't have everything you need, you're not going to perform well. So you should be perform. You should be practicing way more than you perform. It's just like any professional athlete, professional musician or anything of that nature. A basketball game is about 48 minutes to an hour. But these motherfuckers is taking three-hour practices six days a week in order to play that one fucking game. Just like football. A football game is an hour. But they having like three- and four-hour practices five days a week. So you practice about 30 fucking hours for a one-hour game. Like, I do a one-hour show every week. But it takes me the whole week to prepare for this one-hour talking. Because I take this shit serious. Like, you know, all everything that you do, you only perform probably this amount of time. But you should always be practicing and uh, preparing much more. Because the performance is so much, so important. You have to look at what how you're going to perform. And you should be practicing hard for that. Especially when it's some big shit. Especially when it's some important shit. You know, like I look at athletes a lot. Like I say, a lot of the analogies that I use in here is tied to sports and, you know, hip hop because that's what I'm passionate about. Like, just like with rappers and probably musicians in general. You know, the reason a lot of their first album is always their best album because they had their whole life to prepare for that first album. Like, you're gathering all your experience from birth. Until you start recording your first music And that's your first album You had a lifetime to prepare But that second album You only had a year to prepare So the second album Like they say the sophomore jinx It's not a sophomore jinx It's just a sophomore only having a year to do Something that it took a lifetime to do So the follow up is usually not as strong As that first album Because that first album was A lifetime of getting ready Like nigga I've been Waiting my whole life to do this motherfucker But that second one You start working on that motherfucker right after the first one You know so you kind of just Coming into this shit like Damn I ain't got I ain't had 13 years to work on this motherfucker I ain't had 27 years to prepare for this motherfucker I only had one year You know and then that third one you come in a little sharper Because you understand okay look Now I know what I did in order to drop that first one. That second one was a dud. You know, a lot of motherfuckers' second album be trash. You rarely hear of an artist whose second album was better than the first one. Because they didn't have all that time for preparation. You know, and that goes with a lot of shit. The more time you have to prepare for shit, the better you perform. You know, like Jesse Owens said, it take a lifetime of training for just 10 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. In seconds, you know, like, you you've been training your whole life for certain shit you know so when you training your whole life for something you always perform that much better because you you coming in this shit with a lifetime of this shit but when you only get a year to perform or to prepare for the same shit the product don't come out as strong until you understand you know how to prepare better for shit you know like what it say my brother, Mr. Sade, Sade always comes out with hits because she literally taking 10 years between each album. Exactly. Like Nipsey Hussle used to take two or three years per album. Uh, Kendrick Lamar takes about two or three years per album. Drake does the same thing. J. Cole does the same thing. A lot of artists take a lot of time. Shit, Dr. Dre be taking a fucking decade between projects because you can't rush perfection. You know, like these motherfuckers take preparation serious. You know, the, the more seriously you take something, it shows in how you prepare for it. It shows in how long you prepare for it. It shows in how meticulously you plan for certain shit. Like, if you take something serious, you, like I said, the devil is in the details. You want to be in control of every detail. Like how I said in the episode, Rolex don't TikTok. But when it come to Rolex, it's like they take their job very seriously. So they don't let nobody outside of Rolex touch their shit because they take that shit serious. They prepare. It take probably five years to make one goddamn watch because they take that shit serious. It's like a fucking uh, Rolls Royce. It's a handmade car. Like they don't just put it on the assembly line and eh, whatever, you know, do your shit. Like, no, nah, it's, it's hand built because they take that shit serious. If you take your performance seriously, you'll practice ferociously like you you'll like how they say practice makes perfect practice don't make perfect perfect practice practice makes perfect and in order for your practice to be perfect it must be repetitious so you can get every fucking detail so you don't miss nothing because like i said the smallest detail could be the difference between success and failure you know like um heavy preparation is the path to successfully winging something like, you know, a, a, a lot of times, like how I say about preparation and planning and always planning something, you know, some motherfuckers could kind of do shit on a whim. Like they, they don't seem like they as prepared as they should be, but they still perform well. The secret to a lot of that shit, like I will always, you know, or I don't think I said it on this show, but I posted it on Twitter probably like a couple of years ago. Like it, it, it takes a lifetime of work to make something look like it was easy. Like, y'all don't understand how difficult it is to make some shit look easy. You know, a lot of motherfuckers did a whole lot of practicing to make it look like they don't practice or to make it look like they don't work hard. Every motherfucker who's ever done anything well has worked hard. It's the hardest workers that make shit look the easiest. Let me take a sip. Like, a lot of motherfuckers, like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, first nigga in the gym, last nigga out the gym, hardest working motherfucker on the court. So, you know, you'll see this nigga do a fucking double behind the back spin move between the leg, 
uh, fucking turnaround fadeaway on three niggas and making. It's like, damn, he made that shit look easy. But the nigga was in the fucking gym like 60 hours last week practicing on that shit. It just looks easy because, you know, like I, I say a lot, you know, they don't never show practice on ESPN, but they'll never show you on ESPN if you don't practice. Like a lot of motherfuckers bust their ass in order to make shit look like they didn't try that hard. You know, like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was one of the hardest working motherfuckers in boxing. Shit, as much as I dislike Floyd Mayweather, he's a hard working motherfucker. He might tell, oh, it's just talent. You know, it's just God-given ability. Yeah, nigga, and it's God-given work ethic. A lot of motherfuckers work very hard to make shit look like it's easy. To make shit look like it's just God-given ability or look like an accident. You know, nobody's legendary on accident. Nobody's great on accident. Like, everything takes hard fucking work. Like LeBron James. This motherfucker, you know, is 6'9", 260 probably run a full 240 he's a gifted fucking athlete but as gifted as he is athletically he works hard as fuck like this motherfucker's in the gym first out the gym last like you know the the thing with with his repetition the the details in a game like his like he's he his court vision is fucking crazy like he sees shit niggas don't see but again that nigga spent thousands of hours on that fucking basketball court in order to be able to see those things that other motherfuckers don't see. Like how I said, would a motherfucker listen to a song a thousand times? If I listen to a song a thousand times and you only listen to the song 20, yeah, you might know the words, but I'm going to know every motherfucking instrument, what the instrument is called, what when the instrument came in, how long it played, when it stopped. I'm going to know every fucking detail of that song. You know, so when it comes to preparation, like, you have to do shit repeatedly, you know, and you got to do that shit for a long amount of time in order for that shit to sink in. Because, you know, when you prepare for something, you got to prepare this much time and you're going to perform for this much time. But the importance is fucking immense. Like, you know, it just depends on the moment. But whatever the moment is, you got to be prepared for that shit. You know, like your love for success always shows in how you prepare. You know, how much you want to succeed is always shown in, in your preparation. Like you all like when Mike Tyson got his ass whooped by uh, Buster Douglas. Oh, I didn't train. You know, uh, when Tyson Fury fucked um. My nigga Deontay Wilder up. <clears throat> Poor preparation. You know, you didn't you didn't take it serious enough. Like, you know, when you don't take the moment serious, the the consequences are always dire. You know, like you you come into a situation and you're not prepared, you always gonna look fucking stupid. You know, so you should always show your love for success or your hate for failure in your preparation of anything. How you come into a situation shows how seriously you are about the situation that you're going into. If you practicing every day, training every day, um, eating the right foods, getting exercise, um, doing research, watching film, you know, doing all the shit that it takes to succeed, it'll show in your performance. 
You know, but if you come into it like, oh, man, I got this. This ain't shit. Oh, I'm going to whoop this nigga ass. This nigga ain't nobody. Oh, man, you know, I, I do this every day. This shit ain't nothing. That's when you opening the door for failure. That's when you opening the door for an adverse circumstance or a variable to take advantage of you. You know, that's when motherfuckers lose. You know, you always hear like a boxer getting his ass whooped. They like, oh, he came in five pounds overweight. Or he didn't really train, or he didn't watch film, or he started training camp late. Like, you never want that to be the reason you get your ass whooped. Like, you know, if you lose just because the opponent was better than that's life. You know, you could always hold your head up when you lost based on the other uh, party being more talented than you or being taller or faster or having a better team and all that shit. But you always regret when it's some, some dumb shit. Man, I ain't even bring my good gloves. Oh, I ain't even bring my right shoes. Or, like, number one, it sounds like a fucking excuse to the outside world. And number two, it just feels bad. You feel like a piece of shit. Like, you you went for a job interview for a real good job you've been wanting. But you left your fucking resume at home. Or you didn't prepare for the interview. Or, you know, you didn't shake the motherfucking hand right. And you didn't have a ride or some dumb ass shit. Like, it, it, it always pisses you off when it's some dumb shit that was the reason that you didn't get something. You know, so how imp- how important something is to you should always show in how you prepare for it. You know, like, you, you got to want success more than you hate to train. Like me, this is something that I, I used to always have to tell myself just in life, period. Because I've always been lazy. Like, everybody who know me personally, I'm a lazy-ass nigga. Like, as as hard as I work, I'm lazy as fuck. Like, I could literally just sit in this motherfucking boom-boom room and watch fucking YouTube all day or play video games all day. I could wake up and just not do shit until it's time to go to bed because that's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy lounging. I enjoy just not doing the motherfucking thing. But I love for my family to be successful more than I love to sit on my ass. So that's the reason that I spend 90% of my motherfucking life working. That's the reason that, like I've been saying on a lot of these shows, that's been live from the Boom Boom Room. I got off work this morning, I'm doing this show, and then I'm going into work tonight. Like, my job might call me literally while I'm recording this motherfucker. And I'll have to go to work right after I get off the fucking microphone. You know, but I, I, I do this hard-ass work because... I love my family more than I love fucking chilling. You know, so if you want to be successful at anything, like, you got to love success more than you love your comfort zone. Like, my comfort zone is the couch. Like, I love just chilling, playing video games and not doing shit. But in order for my family to be straight, like, nigga, I got to get up out of that dumb shit. You know, like, I got to find time to... Do my little chilling in the boom boom room You know on my days off that's what I do I just sit here in the boom boom room You know play some video games Watch TV and relax Lounge but I feel like I earned that Because I have been busting my ass All motherfucking week Like I love success more than I Than I hate to Go for that shit Like it be what it be I'm willing to work hard for what I want Because I take that shit serious you know, like, you got to learn how to enjoy the process or you'll spend way... Because you're going to spend way more time practicing and celebrating. Like, you know, as much as motherfuckers hate lifting weights, hate training, hate practicing, hate watching film, you got to find a way to make that shit easier. You got to find a way to 
uh enjoy that shit or you'll hate life because you're gonna spend way more time working than you're gonna spend celebrating you know just like working a job you know a lot of motherfuckers hate what they do for a living and like i tell niggas if you hate what you do for a living you hate life because you're gonna spend way more time you know the average motherfucker spend way more time at work than they spend at home you know like people are working longer hours nowadays societally like you know, we went from working a 40-hour work week, eight-hour days and shit like that, to niggas be working 12-hour days, 14-hour days. A lot of us work a lot of overtime, just in life in general. You know, so like I always tell motherfuckers, man, you got to find something that you enjoy to do for a living. And if you don't enjoy what you do for a living, you got to find time to enjoy what the fuck you do when you get off work. Or try to transition into doing something that you enjoy for money. Because if you don't, you're going to hate life. You spend a lot of time doing shit for money. So you got to find a way to enjoy the process on the way to getting to your end goal. You know, I did the show Yellow Brick Road about this shit. Like, you got to enjoy the journey because you're going to be on the journey. The The race is way longer than the finish line. The race is 100 miles. Nigga, the finish line is six fucking inches. You know, so you got to find a way to enjoy the race because you only going to celebrate for 10 minutes, but you've been running that fucking race for three and a half, four fucking hours. You know, life ain't a sprint. It's a marathon. Like you see my nigga Nipsey Hussle, the guy behind me. Like, you know, you got to enjoy the marathon as well. You know, um, when you want something bad enough, the process in itself becomes easier. You know, practice becomes easier when you got your goal in front of you when you know what you're working towards it just makes work easier like a lot of times when i'm having a bad day at work i think about my house i think about my wife and kids being happy you know i think about the life that i've created for my family i think about my family being comfortable like there's some bullshit today like when i'm having a real fucked up day i just be like yeah this shit's some bullshit but my kids got their own rooms my kids got a front yard and a backyard. Like, my wife got the wedding ring that she want. You know, my wife draw the car that she want. And she can work the hours that she want to work. Like, my wife ain't got to bust her ass in order for us to have this lifestyle. My wife could relax. Like, you know, my wife is in a, a transitional period right now with work. And we can afford that because of how hard I work. Like, you know, if, if I was bullshitting through life, this would be a hard motherfucking time right now. Like, we really be fucking struggling right now if I wasn't busting my motherfucking ass. You know, so it's times like this where I'm like, as, as bad as shit gets sometimes, like, I'm, I'm comfortable. I have, um, I have comfort in, in the thought of everything being cool. Like, my, my grind ain't for nothing. This bad day that I'm having ain't for nothing. Like, this bullshit that I'm going through right now, it's not for nothing. Like, I'm, I'm getting towards a goal. So I keep that in mind whenever I'm, I'm having tough times and it makes the process easier. You know, um, there's no luck without preparation. You know, I did an episode on this, the fortuitousness episode. You know, like, luck is where preparation meets opportunity. You know, and without preparation, the opportunity don't mean shit. You know, you can have a million opportunities, but if you're not prepared for them, they're meaningless. You know, like a lot of the analogies that I used in that episode, like, you know, if if you got the winning lottery numbers in your head, but you don't buy the ticket, you lost. 
you know, and a lot of times opportunity don't come back. So you might have had the winning lottery numbers that week, didn't buy your ticket. Those winning lottery numbers, that combination of numbers may never come back again. You know, the lottery numbers always change. So if you had the winning fucking lottery numbers in your head but didn't buy a ticket, you probably missed out forever. You know, at least your lifetime because it ain't like them fucking numbers ain't ain't finna fucking repeat quickly. That's not finna happen, dog. Like, you know, opportunity knocks but once. You know, sometimes opportunity might come back, but that's the chances are slim and none. Of you getting the same opportunity twice. So I always believe in being prepared for opportunity the fucking first time that motherfucker come. You know, like, you prepare your whole life for opportunities. Especially depending on what lifestyle you in or, you know, what industry you in. What job you trying to get. Like, you should be preparing your whole life for them, them golden opportunities. If you were actor, you should be preparing for whatever the fuck role they got for you. If you an athlete, you should be preparing for any position that they going to put you in. Like, you should always be preparing for whatever moment that you're getting ready to get put in. You know, like, this shit is fucking paramount, nigga. You never want to miss out on any opportunity because your preparation wasn't there. You know, like I would talk about, say you a rapper and you meet Snoop Dogg. And he like, oh, you know, you got some music and shit? And you like, yeah, um... He like, all right, what, 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 what can I link it to? Or where can I go listen to your music at? And you like, uh, I don't know. I ain't got none right now. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck how dope you are, nigga. You missed your fucking opportunity because you wasn't prepared for that shit. Like, I tell niggas all the time, like, nigga, if you a rapper, nigga, you should have a link to something. You should have a flash drive with you or a CD with you or some way that a motherfucker could listen to your music at all times. Like me, I'm a podcaster. So whenever I run into a motherfucker, look, here go the link to my podcast. Here go my YouTube page. Here go my social media. Here go this. Here go that. You know, like, even if a motherfucker, like, man, kick something for me, nigga, off the top, like, nigga, I'm going to go ahead and start shooting this motherfucking game out at a nigga because I'm, I'm all, I always got to be prepared for any opportunity that presents itself like you know preparation is paramount like if if you like how you'll hear motherfuckers say oh lucky shot or he got lucky it's all in preparation like when you think about a a athlete hitting a lucky shot to win a game if they was down by seven that lucky shot wouldn't have mattered even if it was a three-pointer because that's only three points now you four down you still lost but if you prepared yourself and you was down by two when you hit that three-pointer, now you won by one. You know, so he was prepared for the luck to happen. Anything that you do, any situation where a motherfucker calls you lucky, you have to be prepared for that luck to happen. If you wasn't prepared, luck don't mean shit. You know, so you should always be planning. You should always be training. You should always be doing research. You should always be all the way up on any type of game that you should be up on in any situation that you're going into. So luck could even fucking happen. You know, like luck to me ain't shit. To me, luck is a fucking compliment. All luck means is I was prepared when the opportunity presented itself. You know, like 
being ready for any fucking moment always feels the best. You know, like when you'll watch a, a NBA player jump for a dunk or when you watch a fucking wide receiver put his arms out for a pass. Motherfucker always got like a little smirk on his face when the ball go exactly where it was supposed to go. When you go up for a dunk and it's like, oh, nigga, I was like, because, you know, nigga, I'm finna kill this motherfucking shit. You know, like if you if you had your verse ready in a fucking rap battle. And a nigga said something that played right into something that you was finna do. It always feel great. Like, it, it's the best feeling when you prepare for some shit. You know, so if you don't, if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. You know, like I always believe in staying prepared. You know, it's like having the motherfucking lottery numbers and having that ticket. You know, it always feels the best when you prepare for the moment at hand. Like... You always got to be ready for anything, you know, any variable. You got to be prepared. Any situation, you got to be prepared because you never know when opportunity is going to knock. So you should always be prepared for any opportunity. You know, you always going to regret lack of preparation. You know, like I done said like two or three times in this episode, like it all, you always feel shitty when preparation was the problem. Oh, man, I didn't practice. You know, like when you come to class, oh, man, I ain't do my homework or I didn't study for this test. Nigga, if you'd have been studying for the test like them motherfuckers told you, nigga, you'd have been laughing when it was test time. You know, some people, you know, they bad test takers. You'd be a lot more confident going into a test if you knew you had all the answers. You know, just hypothetically, you know, just to paint a fucking picture. Say we going into a test. Student number one, pop quiz. Uh, we're going to do a test on all the states in the country. Or, yeah, nigga, all the states in the United States. There, you take it. Other nigga, I give him the answer key. Who you think is going to be more confident going into that test? Of course, the motherfucker who got the answers because he's prepared. He's ready. So, of course, he's confident. He know he going to get 100%. But this nigga right here, he not sure. So, he's more nervous. This nigga right here, he's going to perform better because he he's ready. Even if I didn't give him the answer key, but he's been studying for this motherfucker for three months. You know, like a lot of times, like when I prepare for this show, when I know, oh, nigga, I wrote this show on Monday. I've been practicing for this motherfucker all week. I feel good about how I'm finna perform on this motherfucking show. But other episodes, sometimes, man, I, I really be having writer's block throughout the week. Like, damn, I don't know what the fuck I'm finna do. Like, shit. I'm always nervous coming into the show when I didn't prepare. And that's any fucking situation, nigga. Whenever you prepare for a situation, you always perform better. You always more confident. You always go into anything that you prepare for more confident. And you always perform better when you are prepared. You know, confidence comes from preparation. Confidence in anything comes from being prepared. Comes from training. You know, when you've been practicing... When you don't watch film, when you know, like, nigga, last practice I had, nigga, I hit 22 three-pointers in a row. You know you finna come in here and put in motherfucking work because you prepared, you know. But if you know you didn't practice, you coming into that motherfucker uncertain. And nervousness is always the enemy of good performance, you know. So you always got to make sure to be prepared for any situation. You know, the better prepared, the better you prepare, the better you perform. 
You know, so I just always believe if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room. Sons, the super producer, you know. Hopefully we get back in the motherfucking studio soon. Uh, if you'd like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media town eat house media support all the townhouse media podcasts seriously nine of the podcasts friday evenings 9 p.m being ready and seriously ac doing they motherfucking shit um the no rules podcast wednesday evenings 5 p.m mark and will of course doing they shit Talk Flirty Tuesdays with just Nikki, the Talk Flirty podcast. Uh, Tuesdays at, I think, 6 p.m. Um, Cat versus Dog, me, Chelsea Perry, CJ, you know, arguing like a motherfucker Sundays, 3 p.m. And of course, if you hear, you already know what you're here for. The Too Much Game podcast, live at 5 every Sunday evening. Uh, consistently doing my shit uh, su- uh, I am said support Follow me on social media At Young Dolomite Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E Underscore on Instagram At Young Dolomite on Twitter uh, Follow the The Too Much Game Instagram page At Too Much Game The Too Much Game podcast on Facebook And um Think that might be it You know Y'all already know I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gun. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.